you know, they wanted to start buying them. And you know, in 2013, it finally got to the point where I thought, you know, I've got to start this business up. If I don't start it, I'm going to retire a grumpy old man. And that's not what I want to be. So <laughs> it's, that was the turning point. Cause it's just never a good time to start a business. Hey everyone, it's Rob Lullisher. Welcome to the Yegme podcast. Excited to have our guest with us today. We've got Jamie Scott. Jamie is one of the owners of the South Island Pie Company. Jamie, how you doing? Good, thanks, Rob. How you doing? Very good on this chilly Edmonton day, and uh, I bet you're enjoying it, uh, considering where where your original hometown was from. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cold out there today. It's uh, minus twenty, I think. Yeah, that uh, I, I think it's warmed up to minus twenty uh, <laughs> uh, so far, but uh, hopefully warm, warmer days ahead for Edmonton. So, Jamie, um, you know, we can kind of tell a little bit from the accent. Uh, you're not quite from around these parts. So tell us a little bit about uh, where where you came from and uh, a bit of your path, your journey, how you came to Edmonton. Yeah, for sure. So I grew up in uh, Christchurch, New Zealand. Um, lived my whole life there. A couple of years when I was younger, a little bit in Aussie, but mostly in Christchurch. Uh, moved to Canada in 2006 to travel the world. Nice. So... It's 2000 or just before 2006. You obviously you could have traveled the world anywhere. What what put Canada on the map? Yeah. So what put Canada on a map? One of my good mates that uh, I went through school with. He was here in Edmonton. Okay. And so he had a house and had a basement and all that sort of stuff. So it was just nice and easy to <laughs> you know, pretty mindless. Had, had a couch to crash on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, coming from uh, uh, Christchurch there in in New Zealand. Uh, for those who don't know, tell us a bit about Christchurch. What what size of city is it? And yeah, so it's about five hundred thousand people in Christchurch. Um, okay. It's in the middle of the South Island of New Zealand. Um, has a beach, and it's about an hour away from the mountains. So they have mountains in New Zealand. We do. Yeah, we got the Southern Alps. Nice so skiing. Skiing. Skiing yeah, in the yeah, winter. Yeah, nothing like here, but you can definitely go to the local ski hills. Nice, nice. So were, were you a skier back in New Zealand that you brought that uh, activity with you? Yeah, I, I sort of started in my early 20s. So I did it for a few years before I came over. Okay, okay. To the big mountains. You, yeah. You came up from the minor leagues to the to the majors of yeah, Alberta. Exactly, yeah. It blew me away the first time I went to our mom at there, how big it was. Right on. So there was a couch calling your name in Edmonton uh, when brought you brought you to our great country here. Uh, the What were your first impressions coming to the city? Uh, I loved it here. Like it was very easy to move here and live here. Yeah. Um, the people here are so welcoming. The um, it's very much like home, and you know there wasn't really a culture shock at all. Like there was a few things that are different. Obviously, drive on the other side of the road, people's accents, but for the most part, it was it was very easy. Yeah. Yep. So our our accents sound as uh, interesting as yours does to us. This, it does to me for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so. You came to visit, I assume, and I'm thinking that uh, love kind of snagged you and kept you here in, in Edmonton. Tell, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, you got it, Rob. Yeah, moved here 2006, traveled the world. Um, I think I got here on a Wednesday. On the Friday, I ended up meeting my wife, my now wife. So you, you waited a couple of days before yeah. you, you, you and, found the girl of your dreams. Yeah, sort of met her. We got on well, and that was kind of it sort of thing. And we ended up meeting again at the same bar. I think it was three or four months later. I had no idea who she was. I sort of started chatting to her and talking to her, and she just sort of started laughing at me and sort of said, "Yeah, we've we've been through this." And I'm like, she told me my name and my whole story. I told her the first time, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I just don't remember." <laughs> you're, just, you're just another so, Canadian girl to me right now. I'm easy to remember. I'm, I'm the New Zealander. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> sure, she, sure she didn't like that card. So uh, at that time you said you had traveled the world or you, you then were gonna go travel the world? No, so I had plans to travel the world. So in, in okay. that summer, came here, for, I was just planning to be here for the summer. Yeah. Um, I actually had an Irish work permit in my passport that I got that summer. I had plans to go to South America for the winter and then go to Ireland, but uh, that all sort of fell through. And my wife, Janice, she had plans to go to New Zealand before I met her. And so I sort of, we got along really well. And yeah. I went back home and we traveled around New Zealand for about a month there and I came back over and everything sort of took off. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. So, um, you're an owner of South Island Pie Company. You, you didn't start that right away. What what uh, what profession did you have when when you or did you go to school when you first came so, here? So when I first came over, I had a uh, apprenticeship in print finishing, so doing brochures, oh, okay. um, magazines, yeah. business cards, all that sort of stuff. And so that that kept you busy for a while. Yeah. But uh, um, so t tell us a bit about the day that uh, or or the time of your life where. The pie business started really uh, creeping into your mindset. Yeah, I guess a little bit of backstory. So back in New Zealand, there's about four and a half million people. We get through 80 million meat pies a year, um, and so it's really part of our culture back home. And they're quite different. How, to many, how many people in New Zealand? Four and a half million. So 80 million pies. Yeah. Four and a half million people. We're, Correct. We're doing the. I'm going to run some quick math in my head. What's it said about 17, so, 18 pies per person? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it's more common than a Canadian hot dog. I don't eat you know, 18 odd hot dogs a year. Okay, so. <laughs> perfect. But uh, so yeah, it was really part of life back home, and I missed them. The first week I was here, yeah. I tried to find a few. The only ones I could find were um, you know not so good ones from the supermarket. Okay. Took a couple of bites, and that was about all I could handle. Um, so I started making them the first week, actually. Okay, um, I'm, I'm gonna. Was this a family recipe, or I, were, were I, you uh, scheming as you went along, trying to figure it out? Uh, yeah, I phoned my mum up and I phoned my nana up and got a couple of recipes and sort of blend them together and yeah. came up with uh, something that, that was pretty damn good. <laughs> right on. Um, before we we jump into that, just uh, I'm I'm curious. Aside from uh, meeting your beautiful wife uh, two days into Edmonton. What, what stands out for you in your memories when, when you first came to our city? Yeah, I think it's, it's the people here. They're just so welcoming. Um, all the events that went on in the summer. I got here in 2006, so it was the Oilers playoffs. Um, I'd never watched a hockey game in my life. So it was a good time so, to, to yeah, pick exactly. up the, yeah. the game. Yeah, lived just off White Ave, so took in a lot of the uh, activities that went off on White Ave. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was pretty eye-opening. Yeah, that was a that was a sight to see. That at, definitely at that, was. Uh, I, I think it was a couple of years earlier. The Calgary had their run, and that turned into the Red Mile, and yeah. and then Edmonton in 06. Exactly. Uh, boy, do we look forward to those days uh, wow. again. I, I remember having conversations with people, and they like enjoy it because this doesn't happen often. I'm like, yeah, you're kidding me, mate. Like, have, I don't believe you. It happens all the time, and uh, <laughs> it's definitely been proven wrong, right? <laughs> We, we've had a bit of a drought, but uh, we're rooting for it again because, well, there's awesome rink and there's development downtown, and I'm not mm -hmm. going to lie, the fact that our little office and studio here is is about a block from from all of those activities, so we're, we're really rooting for those those yeah. days down the road. So back to the pie business. Uh, you, you missed it. You didn't see it here. You saw this business opportunity. Um, Tell us about the early days of the business and how that came together. Yeah, so still started making them that first week. Um, you know, I ended up making them every now and then, giving them to friends, family, my wife's family here, and okay. you know, they wanted to start buying them, and 
uh, in 2013, it finally got to the point where I thought, you know, I've got to start this business up. If I don't start it, I'm going to retire a grumpy old man, and that's not what I want to be. So <laughs> that's, that was the turning point, because it's just never a good time to start a business. No, there's always something that, uh, uh, you know, it's never quite perfect, and, exactly. and just, just don't, don't want to start it now. Um, did you go from giving as gifts to like? Did you do any farmers markets or or what? What was the bridge into? Yeah, the so so starting the pie business um, in the new early days was very very easy. We started doing the farmers market, the city market downtown. We okay, did, um, on 104th Street there. That's one. Yeah. yeah, did six markets the first year. Oh wow. Doubled up to 12 the following year, and then we did every day from there on out. And um, yeah, that's pretty easy. Like you can make products out of your home own home kitchen to sell it in an Alberta farmer's market. So yep. you don't need a commercial kitchen, do an online course, it's pretty straightforward. Um, the challenges have come to growing the business. Okay. Uh, so right now we're trying to get into, well we in, merged the company last year with uh, Honest Dumplings and we formed another company, so I'm co-founder of Uproot Food. Okay, And so sorry, is that you merged with, with Honest Dumplings? Correct. Okay, okay. Yeah, so uh, Chris and Which Rafe. Another amazing success story here in Edmonton. Exactly. Of, of the biz they've been growing. Okay. Yep. Uh, so we met them obviously at the farmers markets where our booths were next to each other. Yeah. Um, so we formed uh, Uproot Food. And so with Uproot Food, we're trying to take companies like ours, doing what we're doing, growing them through the uh, farmers markets, taking okay. them from farmers markets, getting them into uh, retail stores across Alberta. And I'm sorry, is that Upright or Uproot? Uproot. Root. Okay. Yes. okay. Uproot Food Collective. I wanted to make sure that that everyone who heard this just yeah. just got it right. And, yeah. and yeah. That. So it's almost like a, a, a food business incubator. Yeah, business. it's more, Is of, that the more of an accelerator. Of okay. I would say. Okay. Um, so to take your products from a farmer's market, it's very easy. The regulations are very easy to yeah. go through. Um, getting into grocery stores is a whole different story. You have to have nutritional, you have to have barcodes, um, the text of your label has to be a certain size, yep. uh, packaging, um, being able to produce enough to get the orders before you have those orders, um, just a whole lot of work goes into it. I imagine, um, yeah. So we've gone through that with two different brands now, and so we have a whole ton of information that we want to take through with other companies. So the brands being Honest Dumplings and, and South Island Pie or, or other ones as uh, well? So those two right now, we have okay. another company in our space, so we have a space on 114th Street and 105th Ave. Okay. Uh, so we have a 7,000 square foot facility. So a big like commercial kitchen? Yeah, so 4,000 okay. square feet is commercial kitchen. Yeah. Um, so that's all up and running. We're running HACCP in there, so that's a big step that uh, grocery stores want companies to have. Okay, okay. And uh, so how many types of food businesses are, are you, what's, what's the big vision for it? Where do you see it going? So where we see it going is, uh, you know, we're growing these businesses to be national food companies. Every single one of them that yep. come to, are you looking, is, is it something that you hope to get ownership of or is it, is it a service that, that you offer? So through? we want to take uh, an equity stake out of the company so we'll get them into our facility, get them into Alberta, um, okay. we're planning to build another facility after that. Um, that's here, we, the facility we have right now is Alberta only, the next facility will be a national s s facility. Right on. And that well, especially if we get to the point that, uh, what, 40, are we close to 40 million Canadians? I don't know the exact population. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing that 17, 18 pies per person so, uh, yeah. uh, math. <laughs> there, there, there's a good little business. Uh, 
Do you, do you feel you're, you're, are you a category leader? You know, the business is still pretty young. The business is still pretty young. Yeah, we feel like we are a category leader. We're very unique in what we're doing with both our brands. Um, and that's what the sort of brands that we do want to take through uh, yep. Food Accelerator. Now, is it, is it uh, do you still remember your roots somewhat? Or are you still going to the farmer's markets? And uh, yeah. what does that look like? Yeah, so we're still in a couple of markets here in the city. We're in Bountiful Market on the south side. Okay, and, uh, that's the year-round market that, that runs a few days each, yep. each uh, weekend. Yep. How's that been? Uh, it's... It could be better. Yeah, we wished that um, more people would go out and support these you know, businesses like that. It's pretty tricky starting a farmers market up. There's already been a little bit of turnover in vendors there, so We're with the vendors themselves, yeah, uh, yeah. going through there. Yep. Yeah, I've been through it. I, I think it's an amazing building, and I, I think part of it is the, you know, the awareness factor of of you you've got a lot of time to fill cuz it it's not your regular farmers market mm-hmm. from on a saturday from 10 to 3 yep it it's running it's 3 3, three days, days yep every week of the year so yep. uh, a lot more volume to to yeah create. exactly it's it's a little yeah. different than the days we started out just trying to make enough money to cover one day a week right we're also in the city market downtown okay and uh, that's into their new home, right? On, on 97th Street. Tell that's, us a bit about that. What do you think about that? So I think that's going along really well. The vibe in there is awesome. Um, a lot of vendors from 104th Street have gone in there. Okay. Um, Saturday, Sunday, it's it's going really well. We're really happy with it. And it's year round. Year round. Yep. There. Yep. During the summer, they'll take they'll go outside. The vendors that are inside will be inside, okay. and okay. they'll add uh, right more on. vendors for the summer. How many uh, how many vendors are there? What what can people expect to see when they head down? Uh, you can expect to see pretty much everything you did see on 104th Ave. Okay. So, so you know, like probably, what was that, 100? Yeah, 100 plus. 100 different yeah, uh, I think vendors. And at one point, they had up to 180, a yeah. couple hundred vendors on 104th Ave. Oh, uh, right on. I think it's 100 or so, 120 vendors okay. maybe inside 104th, yeah. uh, inside the new building. So. And guaranteed good weather uh, every, exactly. every single time, yeah. uh, both at Bountiful and, and exactly. uh, 97th Street. Street. Yeah, one of uh, the city market, they have the free parking on the said days at the Impark right next to the building as right, well. Right. So. Okay. So um, I know there was a quite a bit of a kerfuffle between 104th Street closing down and, and moving over to. So is the is the 104th Street market now completely closed down going uh, forward? You know what? What do you know? I, we're looking we're looking for some new scoops some here scoops, on Yegby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you you don't know that. Uh, yeah, that they could. That all depends on. I have no idea. Okay, like, you, we you can just, talk off record about you, that. You, you pay your fee each uh, week and, yep. and show up and yep. uh, uh, bring some pies, make the people happy. Yeah. What's yep. your top That's selling pie? What What do people love the most? They love the uh, steak and mushroom and the chicken cranberry can of beer. Nice. How many different types of pies do you have? We have about ten different flavors now. Mostly meat, I think seven or eight of meat, and then we have one veg, uh, vegetarian option and two vegan options. Okay. So. Anything on the dessert front, or are you just that—that's not the vibe of the company. No, that's that's something that's actually being talked about, and uh, we actually did some R and D on that this week, actually. Okay. So that's uh, definitely coming in the future. I'd weigh in on this R and D, but we're we're currently pieless in in the studio here. I uh, I, I would have participated in uh, being part of I, your focus group of one. Yeah, I let you down. I should have been bringing <laughs> some samples in for you, mate. <laughs> okay, the business marketing uh, a guy in me tells you you never go to a meeting without a stack of pies and and, and yeah, yeah that's, gaining fans everywhere. <laughs> awesome. I really let you down there. <laughs> so you you definitely have earned your your Edmonton stripes. You've been here uh, 14 years now. Uh, 
when when folks come to Edmonton for the first time, Jamie, mm-hmm. what what do you um, to go to eat? And and you know, of course, when they're not eating a, a wonderful pie from the South Island Pie Company, yeah. where are you taking them for for a night out? So, where would I like to take people? I'd like to take them. There's a ton of high end restaurants here that are, are amazing. Um, I used to go to those a lot. I have a young family now, so I kind of go to more. Um, I drink a lot of craft beer, so that's kind of where I want to go is where they serve really good craft beer, okay. um, family-friendly, places like Beer Revolution, Next Deck Pub, um, places like that. How do you feel the, the craft industry and maybe even the, the, the new distillery industry that's evolving, how, how does that relate to what you're doing in, in the food accelerator business? Yeah, like we all know, like I've been here since 2006, um, we all know how the craft beer industry was back then. Yeah. Yeah, I think Alley Cat was around Big Rock and Wild Rose. I think that's maybe about it. There was one other company that sort of started up and shut down, a couple of those. But um, that's kind of where we feel with food, you know. And the beer come, the beer has done a really good job. They've all gotten together. They've all talked amongst each other. And the way the beer front is right now, it's, it's amazing. Yep. Like how many local craft breweries are in here, Calgary, all over Alberta. So you mentioned it's uh, a lot of it because of them coming together. What what is happening in the in the food industry? Is is that collective emerging? Um, yeah. So like, there's a few like we all talk at markets. A lot of us uh, we all know each other from the markets. Yeah. But that's what kind of what we want to build with our facility that we've got. But there's got, no, not quite a formalized no like process yet. The, no, the, exactly. We want to put on cinemas. You know, talk about packaging, what people need to do to get into the grocery stores. Um, just get together, talk, tell us all the how we've solved different problems that yep. we all have, and kind of make it all open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Did you say put on cinemas? Yes. What do, What do you mean by that? Uh, so put on uh, events like at our space. Like okay. We have a oh, so awesome it's an actual event space yep. as well. Yeah. So we've got like a retail store that we have in there. So we're getting yep. a bunch of awesome little pro- uh, other companies' products in there. So nice. it's all on wheels. So we can sort of roll that all to the back of the space okay. and put seating in and put on different events. Nice, and that's that's open all the time. Yeah, so our retail space open eight eight uh, eight thirty to four right now. Okay. Um, so it's just sort of starting up. But if you bring the beer, we can stay past four o'clock. Is yeah, that, is yeah, that the we, rule? We have a we have a keg right That's a good. That's a good rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're there normally till four thirty or five ish. Yep. But uh, and is that under the banner of, of South Island Pie Company? Yeah, there's a South Island Pie Company, uh, Honest Dumplings, and the whole building is going to be branded as Uproot Food Collective. Oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. awesome. What uh, um, it, is there something that you feel the, the the business community or even like government like what what do you think they might be able to do that might accelerate the industry as a whole? Similar to we'll we'll use the craft mm-hmm. uh, brew industry as a bit of a comparative. Yeah, we've we've spoken to a lot of um, people in those sorts of industries. Um, it just takes a long time, right? It's the, that yeah, uh, well, time and and those conversations becoming yep. a bit more formal and yep. next thing exactly. you know there's a convention and uh you're all wearing funny hats and you're walking <laughs> around talking about uh homegrown food yeah that, that's so. awesome no i'm gonna have to go check that out it sounds really interesting mm-hmm. and um do you is is the growth of the company based on people coming to you there or do you do you feel it's the grocery the supply route 
you know, you're at yeah. a, you're in a so, lot of different locations already. Yeah, there's about a hundred stores that carry both our brands right now on a Stompton Sale Home Pie. That's where we're going as the grocery. That's where okay. we kinda wanna yeah. need to make our money. We're in the farmers markets, um, doing that more so we customers can talk directly to us, get involved in the local community. Um, the storefront is more to give the companies that we're bringing through, other local businesses, another opportunity to sell your products, um, places to test your R&D products to see what sells, what moves, you know, do A-B testing, see yep. what mo- what's worth you know, going down the rabbit hole with. And so is there, is there uh, I'm just going to call it temporary access to, to your kitchen and, and expertise, or is it always like in a formalized... It's, uh, it's very formal right. in there because okay. we're running HACCP. Um, everybody right. has to wear here, beard nets, um, yeah. you know, cloaks. Uh, you've got to wash your hands every time you enter. Jamie's rocking a killer beard for those of you who can't, can't see through the old <laughs> iPod ma- or, or podcast machine. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's had that for a few years now. But uh, everything, every, all the ingredients that come in is tracked. Everybody that enters our building that goes into the kitchen, all their information is recorded okay. as a visitor logbook. Um, Everything that's made is recorded. Everything that goes out is recorded. So we can't just bring somebody pretty, in. Pretty tight in ship. Exactly. Pretty tight. But like you said, you're making you're making a, a rack space available for yes. new businesses yep. to. Um, I love that. I, I my kids will laugh at me every time I bring up a farmers market. They'll have an idea and I'll joke, "Oh, you should go go to the farmers market, go sell that." So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's just you it. know from the from the proverbial entrepreneur's garage or in the basement. To me, the the farmers market's the next step, and yep. you're offering the step after exactly. that, exactly, and, and the step after. So in many ways, like you're you're speaking to those first, really three critical steps to, to growing a new you know food food related exactly. Business. There's there's the first company that we've had come in um, who we're working with right now, NKD yep. Chocolate, um, Natural Kitchen Delights. So they're in a few markets, a few stores here and there. So we're working with them to nice. you know procurement and all that sort of stuff as well. Right on. So, so for anyone interested in, in learning more about that, how, how would they do that? Uh, they can uh, Google Uproot Food Collective. Okay. okay. It's a website we've got up and running. It's got all that info on there. Okay. We'll make sure that that's in the in the show notes too, that yeah. if anyone wants to check that out. Um, I like asking the story that, you know, if you could pop up the, the biggest billboard in Edmonton in the center of town, uh, what, what would that billboard say, Jamie? <laughs> it's going to be a bit of a cop-out answer, but uh, I'd have to promote my own business, right? <laughs> <laughs> Eat at South that. Island Pie Company. Yeah. Rob says it's great. No, he doesn't because he hasn't tried a pie yet. No, no, we'll get there. Get okay, first. I'll let you off the hook on, on, on that one. When the, those visitors uh, come in and you, you're heading to the restaurant and that, you talked about Edmonton's events. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a favorite event? And, and part B of that is, I'm curious, is there something you've seen in your world travels or from back home in New Zealand that you think is a great opportunity for Edmonton? Um, yeah, I'd like the events, like Heritage Days, all those sorts of ones. Um, the River Valley, like the River Valley is awesome. Like I do a lot of ton of mountain working, so I take them there as well. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, something back from back home. I think that you're, you're working on the big one right now, and that's the getting people to eat 18 pies exactly, a, a year. Exactly. Ask yeah. yourself, people, uh, what's your current pie consumption uh, yeah. ratio? Not those sweet pies. Uh, <laughs> no, and and Not. honestly, I I think uh, it's probably a lot to do with just well, it's called the traditional Canadian menu that did not have a lot of that. No, Most of well, our pies were pumpkin pie and yeah, apple pie. and the, <laughs> the pies that are in the supermarket, yeah. which uh, yeah, they're just 
not that good of a play, right? Right. Okay. Well, we're going to get you some uh, some future <laughs> customers uh, uh, there for sure. Um, when you when you look ahead, uh, well, we'll ask it both. Looking ahead for your company and in the industry, five ten years from now, what do, what do you hope to see? Yeah, five ten years from now, um, Southern Pike. I mean, uh, honest dumplings to be national. Uh, five years, definitely within five years. Yeah. Um, be working on international at that same point. Oh wow. know, Five to ten years and growing it into Uproot Food Collective to be one of the biggest brands food here in Canada right on so well, that'll be be an exciting journey to watch yes and and, and uh, is is that something can a lot of that all of it happen right here out of out of Edmonton yeah like our facility will be just outside of Edmonton that we are actually got a letter of intent on so that the okay. conversations already started yeah um, it's gonna be a co-packer space to go outside of Alberta for the meat products um, We'll probably be building a few more of those all over Canada, but oh, nice. we'll be based right here out at Edmonton. Okay, so mm-hmm. man, we're we're going to be rooting you, rooting on uh, for you, and, and uh, wish you well with that. When uh, you think of Edmonton's future in the next five, ten, twenty-five years, what what would you love to see? And it, it can be anything, really. Anything, yeah, yeah. Um, for Edmonton, I, I love Edmonton, and so there's not really too much that I'd want to change. One thing that does come to mind is um, I know a lot of people do out there already support local, yeah. but I think local is a very important thing, and I just that more and more people would support local businesses. And and just kind of building that continual awareness and exactly. Yeah. I, I think it's you know not just awareness that's fine, but you got to make it easy for them too. Like and there's a lot of. You just say, "Well, support local. That's great," but but you got to remove the friction yep. between that that statement and them actually doing business with you yep. and, and make yourself accessible at exactly. the markets and your all the places at the lo- where they do do their yep. grocery shopping, right? Yep. Getting into their local grocery stores, yep. um, putting our products online. Like right now, we're in Spud. We do deliver our pot. Can order them online from our website as well. Okay. So. okay. Just through Spud, uh, no. through, through Spud and uh, South Holland Pico, you can order pies online. Okay, so. what what uh, uh, just on that? I'm curious. The the what does online present in, in terms of a future for the company? Yeah, like so with Uproot Food, we want to get to the point where we can deliver online orders from our website, from Uproot Food, from our store. So all the products that we do have in there, yeah. um, being a frozen product that you know pretty easy in the winter, but yeah. obviously the summer that's a little bit more tricky to. But you know, there's companies out there that have done, you know, figured that out and the logistics and all that. So just got to get the quantities to make it worthwhile. Right on. Yeah. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for being on the Yegmi podcast and a uh, great little chat. It was really interesting learning more about uh, uh, your company, the South Island Pie Company, and and Honest Dumplings and mm-hmm. cool to. I I wasn't aware that the the two had merged, had merged together. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited for your future, and it's awesome that uh, you brought your New Zealand story here to Edmonton, and, and you're turning it into an Edmonton story, and and I wish you all the best with that. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Rob. Awesome. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Thanks again for joining us, folks. I'm Rob Lullisher, and this has been the Yeg Me Podcast. Be sure to visit our website, www.yeg.me, for more information on the show and some of our past podcast also some fun yeg swag you can check out all kinds of good stuff on the yeg.me website and we look forward to seeing you in future episodes